Happy Friday, everybody. My name is Dean. And my name is Tyler. And we are back from a long absence of Champion Review. Mm -hmm. uh, but we got one here for you today featuring Oriana and Yorick. Oh. I don't think much has happened to Oriana, but obviously Yorick is going to be a fucking... Yeah. It's going to be great. Let's see. It's going to be great to go back and... Oriana came out in 2011, June 1st, 2011. York was June 22nd of 2011, so we are, like, right in the middle, date-wise, between these two uh, releases. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That is I cool. think it's the first so, time we've actually lined something up like that. <laughs> pretty close. Right. Definitely. Um, but as usual, guys, head over to the YouTube, sub to the channel. On Saturday, uh, tomorrow for you guys listening right now, uh, we got a gameplay coming out. Ivern and Rel. Yes. I saw, speaking of Ivern, I saw some crazy, like... Uh, tech. Well, maybe it's not crazy, but like someone's talking about like the ideal Ivern build. Uh -huh. I'm, seeing, I'm just browsing the subreddit as I'm talking about this because it's especially if you um, if you take uh, glacial augment on Ivern, you can get to as close to 100% slow. Obviously, I don't think that's possible, but sure. like here we go, mathematically correct Ivern. So okay, because the slow increases with healing and shielding power, right? Right. Um, especially with the new Moonstone, how the the mythic got changed from AP to <coughs> heal and shield power. Right. Uh, so, glacial keystone, revitalized ruin, uh, adaptive shards, Moonstone, redemption, Mikhail's chemtech, and then staff or Arden sensor. It can get a ninety nine percent glacial slow. Jesus. So I'm gonna have to be trying that. I feel like. I feel like uh, Moonstone is pretty fat now after those uh, the buffs. Yeah. No one's fucking building it. So I'm trying to see. Did his win rate shoot up? Mm -hmm. Looks like people are starting to play more Moonstone as of a day ago, but he's still sitting at a healthy 54% okay. win rate. Okay. Yeah, Iron's broken his shit to keep playing him. Kog'Maw's still broken his um, shit. We yeah, we need out. to ban that dude. <laughs> ban that champion until he gets nerfed. Even though he slightly got nerfed, it didn't do shit. Wasn't enough, as per usual. Um, and then one more thing I wanted to mention, because I saw this on the top of the subreddit. I'm always having this issue now when we were talking about it. With the jungle camp changes where the buff sharing is a thing, no one is getting the fucking buffs. Yeah. And there's a top post with 2,500 upvotes from a diamond player laners suddenly don't care about buffs anymore so i don't know if it has to do with like taking the xp that comes with them which wasn't that much anyways if you weren't a jungler but like glad it's just not me because there's so many times where i'll take red buff and my like ad will be walking down mid and they just won't they won't take the four seconds to walk over and just walk near the wall to to get the buff and then they just i'm like Get your fucking buff. It's free. It's a free one. What are you doing? Go pick it up, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. Yeah, dumb, dumb people. Fuck them. So, but yeah, guys, uh, get excited for the <laughs> gameplay on Saturday and uh, make sure you're subbing to the YouTube. But we got Oriana up first. Why don't you tell me what chat GPT had to say? Chat GPT, are you guys ready? Can you guess what the first sentence is? I'm not even reading it. That's right. I was like, I'm not even reading like it, but I can guarantee you it probably says something like, Oriana's popular champion in the game League of Legends. Uh, let's see. It says, oh, sorry. Oriana's champion in the popular online multiplayer game League of Legends. Whatever. I was close enough. 
Uh, she is a highly versatile mid lane mage known for her mechanical complexity and unique playstyle. Oriana's core gameplay revolves around controlling the battlefield with her powerful ball known as the ball. Why <laughs> did they... I don't know, chat. Okay. Or it's chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> Oriana's abilities synergize with her ball and capital B, by the way, uh, allowing her to deal damage, provide utility, and control team fights. Oriana's playstyle revolves around positioning her ball, again, capital B, uh, effectively and manipulating it to control the flow of battle. She excels at zoning enemies, harassing with her Q, and providing utility with her W and E. Her ultimate, the Shockwave, is it called the shock? Isn't it just called Command it's Shockwave? Just, or is it it's just shockwave? Command, yeah. It's just Command Shockwave. <laughs> uh, can be a game-deciding ability when used properly. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Um, to play Oriana effectively, you need good mechanical skills and positioning awareness. It's important to position the ball strategically to maximize damage and utility while keeping Oriana safe. Coordinating with teammates to set up powerful shockwave combos can turn the tide of teamfights in your favor. Overall, Oriana is a versatile mid lane mage with excellent control and utility. With the right skill and positioning, she can be a force to be reckoned with and a valuable asset to any team composition. And I feel like also just another champion that's always relevant. Right. She's always there. Even if she has low um, AP, that shockwave is like a Malphite ulti. It's just No, yeah, it's game it's game changing for sure. Yeah, for sure. So I'm not sure. Haven't peaked. Not sure if she's had any changes. What do you know? She hasn't. No, she's pretty she's pretty good where she is, I think. I don't think they're really I mean, if anything, they just I think tip her up and down in terms of mana and damage and whatnot. But beyond that, I think she's pretty solid where she is. No, but let's uh, let's go over it. So we'll start with her passive clockwork wind up. The weirdest passive. Innate the ball. Okay, so it is called the ball. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's just funny. <laughs> Oriana is accompanied by the ball. I feel like they could come up with like a different name. Yeah, I don't know. Like name her ball like Jenkins or something. <laughs> Jenkins. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so okay, so I'm just gonna every by time, Jenkins. <laughs> I'm gonna say Jenkins every time the ball comes. All right, All right, old man Jenkins. Okay, Oriana is accompanied by Jenkins, which she commands with her abilities. <laughs> this is gonna get really difficult. Um, Jenkins incurs a 0.15 second global cooldown on her abilities between casts. Additionally, Jenkins attaches to Oriana if she is near it and snaps back to her if she moves too far away from it which incurs a 0.5 second global cooldown on all of her abilities. Innate. Ba uh, Orion's basic attacks generate a stack of clockwork winding for four seconds, refreshing on subsequent attacks and stacking up to two times. All attacks are lost when attacking a new enemy. Clockwork winding. Orion's basic attacks are empowered to deal 10 to 50 based on level plus 15% AP bonus magic damage on hit, increased by 20%. Per stack, up to 14 to 70, based on level 21% AP, total bonus magic damage. And it says see pets for more details about Jenkins. All right, Jenkins. Yeah, this is a, a it's like the, the auto attack is something I feel like people just don't think about. It's because it just starts ramp. If she just sits there, like, obviously, I don't think you're not going to build, like, I don't think you build Nash. You're not going to want to build Nashers, like, strictly auto attacking. But, like, that thing just starts hitting you. And like it starts stacking up, and you just don't realize. Also, really good for, for uh, like last hitting on minions yes, too. Yes, yes, extremely good, extremely good. Um, it I find it's like the weirdest passive that the part about the uh, ramping damage on attacks. I think that's 
very strange, but uh, it is what it is. It's here. It's no big deal. So, um, mm-hmm. all right, let's move down to her queue, I guess. I don't have anything else to add about Jenkins. Nope. All right, queue, command, attack. Uh, and she just says, ravage. And her voice like cracks like a robot. I don't know. It's really weird. Uh, active. Oriana commands Jenkins to fly to the target location and remain there, dealing magic damage to enemies it passes through and nearby enemies upon arrival. Reduced to 70% against those hit beyond the first. Okay. Magic damage is 60 to 180 base with a 50% AP ratio, uh, meaning that reduced does 42 to 126 with a 35% AP ratio. Moves pretty quickly. 1,400 moves, uh, missile speed. Um... It's interesting because as you cast it, the ball now stays there. Or Jenkins stays there. Sorry. Yeah. I believe this is... I'm pretty sure this is what you max first because this is almost... You need to reposition with this. Yeah. 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 So, pretty... I feel like it should be called like... uh, It's sick when she says Ravage. I feel like it should just be called Command Ravage. Or just Ravage. I wish. Command Attack. Like, come on. Yeah, kind of. We picked that out of right. Put that one suggestion in in the hat, and then picked it out again. Like, oh, I guess this is it. Well, they only had four suggestions in the hat. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah, three of them were said fart in my face. Oh, I was saying three of them were the other names of the skills. <laughs> no. Oh, I guess this is the command attack. <laughs> All right, right, moving on to Command Dissonance, or W. Oriana commands Jenkins to emit an electric pulse that deals damage, magic damage to nearby enemies. The pulse leaves behind an electric field that lasts three seconds, granting bonus movement speed to Oriana and her allies when they move within. Enemies that uh, move within the field are slowed by the same amount, decaying over two seconds after leaving. Damage is 60 to 240 plus 70% AP ratio. Movement speed modifier 30 to 50%. Uh, yeah, this is this is like your instant wave clear. Um, right. I think you max a second, but like obviously the the command attack does reduce damage. You just throw your ball to the fucking, excuse me, you throw Jenkins to the back line. Just one shot casters and then wave clear instantly. Um, you get great wave management yeah. with this ability too when you... Cause you because you can one-shot the casters, like it's really easy to just be like, okay, cool. So let's just uh, manage that wave now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I have anything else to add. To that. I mean, the move speed's cool and the slow's cool. I, sometimes you forget it has move speed. So yeah, it, it this and then when we get when you tell us about the E, it's like very very supportive, right? Uh, type champion too, right? I'm sure her. Let's see, yeah, her legacy classes were mage and support. But, like, if you ever played Oriana Support, someone should have slapped you. Because it doesn't really work. She's way too mana hungry. Way too Mm -hmm. mana hungry. Um, And it's because her mana pool, I believe, is pretty duty early on. Yeah, 418 to 843. But, like, command attacks can cost you 30 to 50. Dissonance is 60 to 80. The next ability that I'm about to go over, uh, protect, command, protect. It costs 60 mana. Um, so it's easy. Like, if you rip through your skills to do damage, you're just going to rip through your mana, too. Um, but okay. Command Protect. Passive. Jenkins grants bonus armor and bonus MR to the unit it's attached to. Uh, active. Oriana commands Jenkins to fly to herself or target allied, target allied champion and attach itself to the target, dealing magic damage to enemies it passes through and granting the target a shield for two and a half seconds upon arrival. 
Uh, typically, a lot of times what you see with disability is like someone will, yeah, an Oriana will throw it out, throw out Jenkins with, with Q, uh, hit W, and then recall it um, just to get the pass through. It, it kind of works like a... You could do it like a like an REQ, right? You're gonna go through the pass through, uh, hit the burst, and then pull back for the extra pass through damage. Yeah, it's your like one wave one shot like clear. Right, and it costs a lot of mana to do it, but yeah, um, it gives a bonus resistance of six to thirty based on rank. That's armor and MR. Uh, magic damage is sixty to one eighty plus thirty percent AP, and the shield strength is fifty five to one ninety five plus forty five percent AP. So easy enough, easy enough. Again, very, very fast skill. The the Jenkins moves pretty quick. Right, Jenkins does move um, pretty quick. And his jalopy. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Finally, uh, command shockwave. Again, like a very big game changing. We talk about yes. equalizer. We talk about unstoppable force. That I remember we we looked up the the one Captain Flowers call with the Oriana Shockwave with the Twitch. Oh yeah, and SKT won that game. Very devastating. If you can get, uh, we'll be ready for something to talk about it. So uh, active Oriana commands Jenkins to unleash a Shockwave that deals magic damage to nearby enemies, stunning them for three quarter seconds and pulling them over three uh, three hundred twenty five to seven hundred based on proximity to the ball, uh, proximity to Jenkins. Uh, units through, though not through terrain. Uh, match damage is 250 to 550 with a 95% AP ratio. Yeah, this thing, if you can get like four people in it, not only does it do an ass load of damage and it just like disrupts the entire team fight, it just looks sick as fuck too. It does. If you've seen like a five man shockwave, whoo, it is, it's fucking pretty to look at. It's, yeah, it's a, uh, it's fun when you see like a front to back team fight and, all of a sudden, Oriana catches uh, Jenkins right in between everybody. And it really just, like, it displaces people on the opposite side pretty much at the same distance they were from from uh, where Jenkins was when they hit it. Like, so, if you have, like, a classic front-to-back with, like, a two two front-liners, uh, a mid midline, and a backline, like, you're just swapping their positions. It's, like, a better version of what uh, Urgot's original ulti was. Oh, Hyperkinetic position reverser. Thank you. <laughs> um, very, very game-busting ability. And like Dean said, it's a flashy ability to use when you get it right, for sure. Say, so, like, the the biggest thing to deal with Oriana is, like, you literally just have to be following Jenkins the whole time. And that probably can get really difficult, especially in later team fights. Yeah. Like, if y'all are 5v5ing at Dragon or Baron, you have to see where that ball, where, where Jenkins is. Um because also, like, if they have, like, a Malphite, this motherfucker's sitting in a brush, and Jenkins is just sitting on Malphite. Guess what? He's going to fly over the wall with his ult. Right. And then instant in the shockwave, the game's, like, over. Right. Like, it's 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 really, especially in lane, too. That's why she's, like, kind of like a um, control mage, right? She She's, you just, the, god damn it, I Jenkins, <laughs> motherfucking Jenkins. I'm like, is, I'm like is what like, are you struggling with? <laughs> I'm just, I keep, I keep fucking up. Um, it, you just have to keep your eye. Is is if you lose, if you lose track of Jenkins, you're gonna have a bad time. I was gonna like, say no, you're not gonna you, have a good time. Should have. <laughs> what is it? You should have pizza. You pizza when you French fry. French fry when you're supposed to pizza. You're gonna have a bad time. 
yeah again it's i mean it's it's treated as a pet so it's like you got to keep your eyes and yeah figure out what the fuck where it is at all times well what's crazy and, too is like like it, when you're playing Oriana, you get this little arrow that points to where the to where jenkins mm-hmm. is the position of jenkins um <clears throat> but when you're not playing like when you're playing against Oriana. Uh, it's no easy idea. to lose Jenkins, especially because of how fast it moves, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the missile speed's so quick. If she cues and then ease onto somebody, like a, the classic is like a Kha'Zix or a Rengar who's got some sort of invisibility and can leap into the middle of a team and then shockwave. Um, it, it's it's pretty nuts. So you like you have some really cool flashy plays to, to make with it. As long as uh, if you're playing Oriana, you can keep track of where Jenkins is. Alright, uh, I don't think we need to go over pet interactions. Nope. Um, but you are going to need to tell me what her best skin is, and I don't know if I even know the answer to this question. Oh, man. <laughs> I really like... Um, hold on, let me scroll down. I accidentally refresh. Let me get this I, back. I do kind of like Stone Chaos, but like I feel like after that came out, then they came out with Gwen. I'm like, this skin feels like a... They probably started thinking about Gwen when they made this how come how come gothic oriana didn't get updated when i don't know like the fright night skins came out a great question i feel like there's a lot of potential for this right could be really good oh my god i forgot star guardian oriana is coming oh what uh from wild rift yeah yeah i forgot it's pretty good it's pretty it is pretty good i like that orbiana i'm gonna say orbiana is pretty good my favorite just feel. I feel like it's a cheat though, because all the B skins yeah, are like next level. They are. Dark Star's pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll say the Victorious yeah, was think... actually really good too. No, yeah, for sure on that one. Uh, I mean, a TPA is like. I like the TPA pretty skins. next level. Yeah. It looks good. I like all the TPA skins actually. I'd say yeah, either Orbiana or or probably or no, Pool Party's good too. Uh Pool party's kind of a cheat code too. <laughs> yeah, I'll say I'm gonna say Dark Star right. just because I like like that and it's I think, or be honest, I think I'm gonna agree next with level. you on Dark Star, especially if you if you were able to get the antimatter chroma where she's like red as opposed to like the blue purple. Oh, I like that. A lot of those Dark Star champions have that, and it's really cool, really good chroma. So that is Oriana. Oriana. And Jenkins. And Jenkins. I was trying to just read, I just was reading the trivia. It says, Oriana is a widespread romance name. Merged from two Latin roots with feminine suffix. Orior, I rise. uh, Orientalis, referring to the rising sun. And Orum, gold, which she shares with Aurelian soul. Interesting. Um, Is there anything else in there? I don't think there is. Is what is a Walfus styled face? I don't. What does that mean? Oh, I don't know what that means. Earth orb, moon orb, whatever. This, Bloody mallet, pink I don't think, blob. I don't know Jenkins. Yeah, Jenkins. <laughs> um, is there a lot, anything else on there? Oh, miniature copies of Jenkins can be seen on Corporate Mundo's desk during the Mac version trade. That's cool. But yeah, that's it. That's it for Oriana, dude. I was just trying to like not make the show all about <laughs> Yorick because we already know where that's headed. Yep. So let's hop into our boy Yorick. Young Rick. So uh, reading chat GPT, 
he said they say York is a champion in the popular online multiplayer game League of Legends. You know it? He is a unique and thematic champion who excels at split pushing and controlling the battlefield with his minions. York's playstyle revolves around his ability to summon and command an army of undead ghouls. York's playstyle. Okay, we just read that. Why did it repeat it? Uh, <laughs> York's playstyle revolves around using his goals in the Maiden of the Mist to push lanes and pressure objectives. He is often played in the top lane where he can farm safely and split push effectively. York players need to manage their grave effectively, graves effectively as they provide the resource for summoning ghouls and maximizing their damage output. In team fights, York excels at disrupting the enemy backline with his goals, ghouls, and zoning potential. He can trap them, uh, trap enemies with his W ability and unleash his ghouls to deal significant damage. The Maiden of the Mist adds an additional threat, forcing enemies to deal with her, while York wreaks havoc on the battlefield. York's playstyle requires good map awareness and strategic decision making, knowing when to split push, when to join team fights, and how to control objectives are key skills for York players. With proper positioning and management of his ghouls, York can be a formidable force on the Summoner's Rift. It's cool. It's kind of weird. It's like both these champions have pets. Yes, I was going to say, we have pet champions. Okay. Um, Now, are we coming up with a name for the Maiden? No, I think she's it's fine. the maiden. It's not lamb. No, the maiden. It's a, it's a, the ball. Um, it could be Jessica. I don't know. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't like that this keeps referring to them as ghouls because that's old York. The new ones are called Mistwalkers. Yeah, I did have to look that up. Right. I'm like, why does it keep calling them ghouls? I'm like, I don't. I swear they got rid of ghoul and turned to Mistwalker because he's now. Was I think he was of the Shadow Isles before, but like they really embraced and, and identified what. Shadow Isle champion is, um, and ghouls don't really exist there. That's just a very Halloween take on it, or whatever. So, all right. Well, we got Old York and New York, and they are starkly different, uh, other than the fact that he has little buddies and pets. So, all right. Let's uh, s- tell me about his old passes. Let's say, I'm gonna start with the old Rick. And first off, I just want to mention I, I loved his old hunchback look with the lantern that came off his back. I thought that was always really cool. Um, old Rick, his passive was called Unholy Covenant. Innate. After using a basic ability, York summons a ghoul near his target. Each ghoul is granted a unique bonus based on the ability used. For every active ghoul and or active revenant, York gains 5% increased damage on his basic attacks and reduces incoming damage by 5%, stacks up to 4 times. Um, let me just explain to you how broken uh, York was. Um, they had to... <laughs> I don't know if I want to start with the joke or start with the reality. We'll start with the reality. They had to nerf him so hard that he was unplayable for literally like 3 or 4 years. Um, the old joke and meme was um york walks into a bar there is no counter yeah you just dominate anybody that yeah you just whoop your ass and there was only one person i think that was that actually made him playable i think there was one person that ever mained him all the way up to challenger while he was in quote-unquote an unplayable state like literally literally the champion was so fucking weak uh because he was so broken for so long or for a short period of time, it, it was more broken than uh, reintroduced uh, Gangplank. Hmm. Because at least you could kill that Gangplank. Like, you couldn't even kill York. He was so fucking strong. It was ridiculous. 
Um, all right. His new passive, uh, Shepherd of Souls, which I believe is also his name. Uh, or his title. Mm-hmm. Uh, innate. Final service. Yorick raises a grave for every enemy he kills with last rites, which is his Q. As well as for every enemy champion and large monster that dies near him. Additionally, York raises a grave for every 12th, 6th, and 2nd, based on level, enemy that dies otherwise near him. Up to 4 graves can exist at once, with the furthest ones being replaced by the newest. York can use Awakening and Morning Mist's mark to raise a Mistwalker from each grave. Innate, the Cursed Horde, or Cursed, I don't know how they actually are supposed to pronounce that one, but up to 4 Mistwalkers can be active at once, with the closest ones being replaced by the newest. See pets for more details about Mist Walkers. Yeah, these guys, his little dudes are really fucking annoying. Um, they, I believe, they, uh, let's see, their details. They, oh, there's no, hmm. I know they take reduced damage from AoE. They have to be single target yeah. to fucking kill these things. So it's it's really annoying. Very annoying to deal with. Um, Does it say it on the actual pet, maybe? Uh, <laughs> His Mistwalkers look silly. <laughs> <laughs> and they do look kind of weird. It's, they're faceless. They, I mean, they're interesting looking, for sure. Um, and I like that they kind of work those into Senna's uh, E. Mm-hmm. You, I think you become a Mist Wraith, but it's a similar style look. They, they did a very good job tying a lot of that stuff together. Um, I don't see anything on there. There you go. Mistwalkers take 50% damage there you go. Uh, from area of effect and ability in monsters. Single target spells and attacking attacks, including turret shots, will instantly kill Mistwalkers. There you go. And the, the so you... other thing that's interesting to note, too, is like if you send Mistwalkers in at a tower, they do not get prioritized um, compared right. to like uh, Malzahar's spiders or... Um, I think even Elisa's spiders get prioritized. Uh, most most pets, if they go under a tower, even I think Heimerdinger's turrets are similarly get prioritized. So, cool. cool. All right, let's move on to his old Q. Omen of War. Active Yorg's next basic attack within ten seconds gains bonus range and is enhanced to deal bonus physical damage. Unholy Covenant. Omen of War summons a Spectral Ghoul with bonus attack damage and bonus movement speed. While the Ghoul is active, York becomes ghosted and gains the same bonus movement speed. Omen of War resets York's basic attack timer. So the bonus physical damage was 30 to 150 plus 20% AD. Ghoul bonus AD was 8 to 40. And then the bonus movement speed was 15 to 35. So was this the one that you maxed first? Um, still maxes Q. I'd I can't have to remember all of them, and I don't remember. I think this is the one that you maxed for damage. I think it was the. Uh, I think it was a W that you max. That you max last. I think it was the E max second because the W gives you a slow, I believe. So, I don't remember 100 percent though. But I'm pretty sure this is the one you maxed first. Okay. All right. It only cost you 40 mana to use. It wasn't so bad. So it's true. Okay, moving on to his current Q, Last Rites. York empowers his next basic attack within five seconds to have an uncancelable wind-up, gain 50 bonus range, deal bonus physical damage, and heal him 
for 10 to 68 based on level. The heal is doubled to 20 to 136 based on level if he is below 50% max HP. While there are at least three graves nearby and Last Rite is on is active or on cooldown, York can cast Awakening. Last Rite resets York's basic attack damage or attack timer. Uh, and then bonus physical damage was 30 to 130 plus 40% AD. So again, yeah. 25 mana on this guy. You fucking slap your goddamn shovel against turrets and you just destroy turrets. Um, yeah, it's it's like using the Rengar Q on turrets or the uh, Trundle Q on turrets, right? Like just hmm. massive on hit damage to turrets. Uh, especially if you have Hullbreaker. Yeah. Uh, I mean, literally auto attack reset so that's that's basically it <laughs> right 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 not much else no yeah not much else right. but extra damage so okay on to the w's so old york w omen of pestilence good name that's a really good name uh active york deals magic damage to the target area slowing enemies hit for one and a half seconds unholy covenant Omen of Pestilence summons a decaying ghoul that reapplies 50% of Omen of Pestilence's slow every half second to all enemies around it. AoE slow that gets reapplied every half second. Think about that for a second. The slow <laughs> lasted for a second and a half and it just gets reapplied at 50%. Like, that's fucking nuts. You just don't run, you can't run away from it, that you have to flash. Uh, magic damage that it did was 60 to 200 plus 100% AP. Uh, slow was 20 to 40%, and the decaying ghoul slow was 10 to 20%. His current W is called Dark Procession. Uh, active York summons a ring of spirits around the target location that arises after a three-quarter second delay, knocking aside enemies hit over quarter second, though not through the terrain. Or not through terrain, sorry. Within 210 units, they are pulled inside. Otherwise, they're pushed away. Uh, the ring remains for four seconds as impassable terrain against enemies, granting sight inside the ring. I don't know what gave you sight, so that's cool. A dark procession can only be targeted by enemy champions, basic attacks, and turrets. The wall takes one damage per attack from champions and is destroyed instantly from turret attacks. Uh, it scales wall health from two to four based on rank. And... That's about it. I mean, it's a 20-second cooldown. Uh, it drops down to 12, so that's uh, kind of important. It isn't something you can just use all the time, but it certainly helps you try to chase people down, especially if you can get it in front of them and get them to either knock toward you or get stuck in it or force them to walk um, sideways as opposed to just straight back or something like that. So, I will say, it's, it's, I'm trying to see if it's um, mentioned in details. York and your allies can walk through the wall. Yes. it's it. Why didn't they mention that there? Yeah, I was like, I was trying to double check. That's like a big piece of it. (laughs) That's really important because, like, if if you're getting chased, just throw the shit down right in front of you and they can't. Um, Very annoying ability, especially once it gets that max level. Yeah. Um, For attack, like, it's like you're either sitting in this fucking ring or you're flashing out of it. Or if you're, like, an AD carry with high attack speed, it's no big deal. But, like, just E out of it. Yeah, any yeah, exactly. Any non-mobile champions are kind of fucked if they sit in this. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty gross. It's an annoying ability. For sure. And actually what's what's interesting to notice too is like its turret prioritization is uh equal to that of a super minion. So Okay. If there's a super minion there that's being attacked by the turret, it won't be attacked by the turret. It'll last a little bit longer. So it's something to think about. Right. 
let's move on to his old W, or excuse me, old E, Omen of Famine. York deals magic damage to the target enemy, healing himself for 40% of the damage done. Unholy Covenant, Omen of Famine summons a ravenous ghoul, whose every basic attack heals York for 17.5 AD, doubled against any uh, double against enemy enemy champions. The magic damage was 55 to 175 with a 100% bonus AD ratio. And the healing was 22 to 70 plus 40% bonus AD. So, yeah, I remember this ability just... Oh, well, I gotta get back to full health. Boop, boop, boop. Right. Let's fucking do that shit. Right. It, it did a decent amount of fucking damage, too. Uh, so, that's pretty funny. I don't... I don't know, because I know a lot of the old skills didn't always account for bonus AD. A lot of them account just for regular flat AD, so I don't know when they changed it, but it must have been probably toward the end that they actually ever made that bonus AD, because that wasn't very common back in the day. Like, it is now, super mm-hmm. common. A lot of stuff is bonus AD, just to differentiate between base and bonus, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, that's just a little side note that really isn't all that important, but that was interesting. <laughs> all right. On to... Current E... Yeah, morning mist. Active York hurls a globe. What globule? Uh, Is that how you say yeah, that? Yeah. Glo- globule. He nuts in your face. He does. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, York hurls a globule of black mist that splashes across an area at the target location, dealing magic damage to enemies hit equal to fifteen percent of the target's current health, down to a minimum threshold. Enemy champions and monsters hit are slowed by 30% for 2 seconds and marked as cursed for 4 seconds. Cursed champions are also revealed. Cursed. The target takes 30% bonus damage from 8 attacks by Mistwalkers and continually raises a Mistwalker from each uh, nearby grave up to a maximum of 4. York, Mistwalkers, and the Maiden gain 20% bonus movement speed while facing uh, nearby cursed enemies. Mistwalkers will leap to uh, nearby cursed enemy champions and large monsters, dealing 100% of their AD upon arrival. Morning Mist will cast at max range if cast beyond that. I remember, was it last year, like one patch, where they bumped that bonus damage, that 30% was like through the roof. Well, let me go down and see that, because it was fucking disgusting how fucking... Let me see, I'm looking for it. Um, I know it was... It was like people were just going like lethality York too. Right. Okay. Miss Walker. Let's see. Um, a new effect. Marked enemies now take. It was it forty. It was something crazy. Miss Walkers now deal. Yeah. It, they used. Okay. There it is. They used to deal two hundred percent damage when they leapt. Now it's only a hundred. Yeah. So like, God. they you motherfuckers would be getting nuked. It was fucking. It was fucking way funny. too much damage. And that was around the time the Holebreaker was uh, pretty popular too. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. just, yeah, dare you just to go kill York. Go for it, dude. He's going to whoop your ass. <laughs> it's a pretty stacked ability. It is, like, for sure. Does decent damage, movement speed up the ass, slow. Just like, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty fat ability. Right. Um, think, see, I'm always confused about maxing. I mean, the only thing that goes up is the damage, which is 70 to 210 with a 70% AP ratio. So I guess, I mean, there's sometimes I like... I'm, maxing the second just for the cooldown yeah, it's like 12 to 8 is pretty good yeah but it's like also maxing the w to get the more health is that's good true too. It's, it's like a lock up yeah uh yeah it's i mean i guess it depends yeah but 
I think it's a great ability. Yeah, no, for sure. I think it is. I agree with you. (laughs) Excuse me. All right. On to the alties. So we'll start with the ulti of old. Uh, Omen of Death, which is a great fucking name. Um, Costs 100 mana, cooldown 120 to 90, range of 900. Active. York conjures a controllable revenant of the target allied champion or himself, lasting up to 10 seconds. If Omen of Death's target dies while the Revenant is active, it sacrifices itself to reanimate them for 10 seconds at its location, healing them to full health. So, basically, um, similar to Scion Passive, I guess? Or, more similar to uh, the original Chemdrake Soul. Mm -hmm. More similar to the original Chemdrake Soul, where, like, they die... But then they get to come back for 10 seconds. And um, against a fucking vein that's fed as fuck out of her mind, that is scary. Like, yeah, okay, cool. We've just taken out their their best champion. Oh, wait, he cast Revenant on the... Or Omen of Death, which means they're going to come back for 10 seconds and fucking eat her asshole now that she shot her wad. Uh, almost killed us, but we got her first. Now she's definitely going to kill us, you know? It's fucking nuts. Um was kind of a fun ability though reminded me yeah. wasn't old mordekaiser the uh, second mordekaiser kind of similar with the, with the, the soul ulti? thing yeah 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 so yeah it's similar very similar all right uh current ulti and i did not realize this was the name eulogy of the isles mm-hmm. let's just call it maiden <laughs> um and no york is not maidenless uh, active. York summons the Maiden of the Mist, surrounded by a number of Mistwalkers at the target location, which remain on the battlefield until she or York dies. Eulogy of the Isles can be recast once while the Maiden is alive after 10 seconds of the activation. Recast. York sets the Maiden free, allowing her to push the nearest lane until she dies. Uh, I love when he says, uh, Behold the Horrors of the Isles. It just sounds so good. It's like, oh... I'm here just to fucking eat the ass of your turret. And, um, yeah, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> uh, the Maiden's cool. She has a lot of stuff in her area that's not in the ability here. Um, so her attacks are not mitigated by block dodge or blind. Um, her basic attacks are area damage. So AoE spells, basically. And the Maiden takes 50% damage from AoE abilities. So you're better off just attacking this thing. Um, its health is 350 to 3300 plus 75% of Yorick's max health. Uh, it does magic damage. That's 0 to 40 plus 50% AD. Again, that's on Yorick's. It only attacks at a speed of 1. It's a flat... like. It's weird too because it makes like this little connection to you and just it's like a tether. You. It's not. It's like a like a. It's like she's sucking the soul. Right. 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 Um, let's see. She does move faster when she's near Yorick. Uh, she's permanently ghosted, so she can run through minions. Uh, let's see what. Else? See, the biggest thing about her is is you deal increased max health damage. Yes. To who she's attacking, and that's where the fucking. Big big dick damage comes. Yeah, it's called Touch of the Maiden. So the Maiden's 
Maiden of the Mists attacks mark her target, except structures, for X seconds, refreshing the duration with every attack. Yorick's next basic attack, last rites, or morning mist hit against a unit with the mark will consume it to deal 3 to 9% of target's max health bonus magic damage. The target then becomes immune to being marked again for 2 seconds. So that's not very long. <laughs> Um, while there are fewer than four Mistwalkers under her command, she raises another one each time a nearby enemy dies. Oh yeah, that's forgot about that. It just she instantly summons them. Yep. When yeah, OP. While nearby Morning Mist Mark, the Maiden of the Mist benefits from the ability's bonus movement speed and actively seeks uh, to assist York if he is nearby and in combat with enemy champions. Um, while the Maiden of the Mist is within a two thousand. Uh, unit radius of Yorick, she gains 60 movement speed and benefits from Yorick's flat movement speed bonuses. Uh, Unholy Covenant, unlike other pets, the Maiden of the Mist is not prioritized by turrets over any uh. type of minion. So yes, you can send her with a fat wave and just annihilate the turret. But that's like his whole identity, so I get it. Like, he is the split push god, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the split push god of like, come and fight me. I dare ya. Yeah, if you have like Holebreaker Triforce, like good luck. Right. Um, I think the I don't. Does it say uh, when you base uh, Maiden bases with you and regains full health? Um, oh yeah, that's right. That was kind of recently added, right? I think that's always or has been, it always been. Maybe. Um, she obviously doesn't have any resistances, but like man, thirty three hundred base health at rank three, and then seventy five percent extra of whatever york has she get like 5000 hp like no problem <laughs> right just fucking yeah you're going down lane you're pushing lanes like a madman with with this up um it's pretty sick uh i'm always I'm, i like i like pets like you know we talk about jenkins, jenkins i feel like yeah. i feel like maiden is more of a pet than jenkins oh, cuz sure. like same thing with like tibbers Tibber, or, right, right. or da- daisy and like Burr. you know um <laughs> Yeah, pretty. Yeah, he's a split split push god. Uh, he is for sure. He is. He's just. He's a fun. He's just a fun champion in general too, though. Like if you like farming, he's your guy. Right. Right. PVE baby. D shovel. Uh, <laughs> he has a a really. I, I like his his quotes because his voice is like deep, but it has like this softness to it you know what i mean like yeah it's calm it's calm it's very calm it's very soft it's like the opposite of scion right like scion's like just screaming and shit and then you have york who's like don't do that <laughs> yeah york's i believe not inherently evil either like he's no. just he's just chilling in the shadow aisles like digging graves he's just there to carry souls to their end um as opposed to thresh who seeks to keep the souls and use them for his own bidding Man, one day I will finish Ruination book because is he in it? There's a lot of sh- Thresh. No, uh, there's a lot of Rick? shit about. It. I haven't gotten okay. I, I not yet, but like Possibly. I say, not yet. Like I was just reading it. Um, um, one other thing I was gonna say, like speaking about like not necessarily just the book. When we played, um, the fucking game. Oh yeah, yeah. What was the game? Yeah. Uh, Rune King, I think. Yeah. Why the fuck wasn't York in that game? Because he's a just often forgotten about thing. Yeah. And remember, Riot, Riot had the... to like remove him basically from the game by making him so shitty that he was forgotten about for a long fucking time. Like, think about it. He had, let's see, he was released in 2011. 
He got a skin. How did his skin come out before his base? Okay, whatever. Uh, and then he got Pentakill, which came out about the same time. And from 2011 to 2017, he did not get another skin. Like, that, I think 2017 is when they reworked him, too. Mm -hmm. Might have been 2016, but I think it was 2017 when they released Arclight. Six years without a skin. Like, he was just forgotten about completely. They went another two years without one. And it was like, oh, yeah, we have this champion that needs some, some shit. And, like, he's cool because there's a lot of stuff you can do with him. Now, I enjoy Undertaker Yorick. I would be... Oh, there's only one answer. What's that? Is it the kitty uh, Meowrick? No, it's Pentakill. Oh, Pentakill's good, too. You can't. I feel like it's just ultimate, especially since the, the rework. He's just, just fucking playing bass the whole time, and he's playing the riff to Lightbringer. Yeah, he's playing the riff, and, and they give him the, the slash top hat. <laughs> yeah, I think that's... You can't. I, I do like Meowrick, though. Like, it's just funny. Um, but I, I, the splash art for Undertaker is so good. It's yeah, so it's fucking good. It's, it reminds me of like the Arcana and the, uh, Plague skins, but mm, it's true. I would like to see, cause like, you know, you have like traditional Trundle, um, and you have some of these other champions that have like their old style skins after they've been reworked, especially those ones that were reworked early on, you know, I think it would be fun to just have like a traditional Yorick. Just just bring that back and make it like a it just cost blue essence or something, but like just traditional York where he just runs around with the top hat on besides just his pentakill one. Um, well, this is interesting. Just trivia. It says one of his scrapped narrative direction was that he was actually the Ruin King, but he had something similar to amnesia and wasn't even aware of it. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Oh, I didn't know that. So due to Freak being delayed on a flight back from DreamHack in Sweden, York became the first champion to be released before his champion spotlight. Wow. I didn't even think about the fact that his old ability names were uh, references to the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. That's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. Nope, that's our boy. Yeah, that's our boy Rick. Young Rick, dude. Uh, He's a he's a he's a cool champion. His aesthetic is really cool. They did a really fucking good job with his rework on his look, on his uh, just general aesthetic and, and everything there. Um, I thought they did an excellent fucking job. So kudos to Riot for that, taking a literally unplayable champion and and making him something worth being on a roster. So, guys, that is it. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, rate, review wherever you're listening or watching right now. Make sure to hit the link tree in the bio. Come join the Discord. Come hang out. Talk about Rick. Talk about <laughs> Jenkins. Young Rick Whatever. and young Jenkins, dude. Gotta love um, it. Fuck, I didn't see who we have next week for when we go. I want to look at that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pull that up. Ba -ba 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 Write that down. We got... The fuck is it? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, hold Leona it. and Wukong. Ooh. Pukong and... I don't know. I don't have a going... I don't want to call her Piona. It's not funny. Uh, but Pukong, yeah. baby. So, yeah, guys. Uh, until next week, I'm sure some crazy shit will happen. We'll, 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 uh, we'll be back next Wednesday for another episode. And the next Friday for the next champion review. So, 
Have a good weekend, guys. Be safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.